Hello, beautiful people, and thank you for listening to this episode of Magic on the Patio. I just wanted to leave a little note before you um, jump right in. The sound quality on my end is a little low and a little rough, and I do apologize for that. I mean, that's what happens when you have a natal mercury retrograde. Things like that just happen, and I've learned to roll with it, so you will too. And I had an update on my computer and didn't realize I needed to reset the settings on my microphone, so thank you for that. So enjoy this episode of Magic on the Patio. Stay grounded. to Magic on the Patio. I am your host, Lauren Mahana, and I am here with my amazing, beautiful co-host, Alyssa Polinski, the, the diva astrologer of social media and of Brooklyn. Thank you for joining me. That was an introduction. <laughs> every time. Every time. <laughs> I mean, that really does my like Leo rising ego well, so I appreciate that. I know your chart. So it's like, I, I know how to just like get you in the mood. <laughs> God, I almost said that's, that. I was, was like, that's what she said. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, so we wanted to chat about August uh, and the madness that is the astrology of August um, and kind of just like roll with it and talk and see what what is up with all of this just chaotic ground shaking earthquake moving lava infused lightning striking the white house um energy i mean it Did you see that it, yeah i saw i saw that i saw i mean not making jokes like two I people got killed by lightning literally in real time right now like we are a couple days late recording this episode uh which is um, frightening which i mean between just like the natural disaster of the life well you have to think about it. i mean i mean so taurus you know think of like earth groundedness like actual guy it's actual earth it's actual earth it is earth there's major transits like bigger outer planet transits in taurus energy there's usually chaos within the ground right? yeah like there's earthquakes there's volcanic eruptions um sometimes there's actual tsunamis that go more further inland i mean we were just saw the flooding in western kentucky or eastern kentucky I mean, yeah. there is just the forest fires that are happening out west. I mean, these are things that happen cyclically in nature, but they're just more heightened. Yeah. I mean, because you really think about it, because like with the nodes, yeah. you know, Taurus being the top of the node, Scorpio being the, the tail yep. of the whole thing, like Scorpio is the stuff down below that is coming up. So like, that does also speak Fire to the and brimstone. Oh, so we're talking yeah. about, I completely forgot to name what transits we're talking about. So on <laughs> August 1st, because this is where my brain is at, um, August 1st, we had um, 
Mars in Taurus and it's conjunct um, Mars North Node. And then we also have all of that joining up with Uranus. So it's all conjunct in 18 degrees ish. Yeah, the Mars North Node Uranus all conjunct. And then the fun part is squaring Saturn just for a little extra dash of delight. Yeah, because we have that fully squaring on the seventh. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. But the energy, I mean, we're, we're so close. Yes. Matter. I mean, we're still a few days, we're two days out, but you're feeling, you've been, I've been feeling that square energy for a week now. Yeah. I mean, this transit, I have never seen a transit happen on a collective that has caused more anxiety among people that I'm close to that like, like I've just seen it literally play out as anxiety inducing for so many people. Like this last couple weeks, I've just seen people purely under like just the pressure. It feels like, it feels like one of those like really, really deep panic attacks where like you know in like five or six minutes you're not going to be able to breathe but you're not quite there yet (laughs) yeah but and it's funny because like I actually was talking to a friend of mine who had like a really wonderful week as an individual but like the weight of the collective energy is still like muddying the water of like their success so like they're doing great like fine 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 but like just the collective energy is still just like holding back on um it feels like holding back on like that joyous energy that yeah um, you can't get normally have during leo season we normally have celebration we have yeah flying you know but instead we have oppressive heat yeah we have oppressive heat and you know monsoon monsoons in some places and then drought in other places like we're under a drought warning where i'm at so it's, you know, conserve your water, you know, sorry, my hydrangeas, I'm not going to be watering you and hopefully you'll survive. You'll be fine. I hope. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the transit that we have been those in for the past week now. And I know a lot of um, social media or like YouTube astrologers that I tend to follow just for their perspective have really collectively said like, this is truly the worst week of 2022. Not like there are gonna be other, like there are gonna be other bad dates, right? And other bad occurrences, but this is like the, the biggest collection of energy that is going to set the stage for all of the other kind of like ick <laughs> badness over the next, you know, six months or so. So it's just, it feels, um, I don't know, it feels heavy. And like, I feel sad for saying that in Leo season because I know my Leos love to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm like on both ends of the spectrum of this whole thing. Like it's been nuts, but then I'm also like, feel like I'm starting to thrive again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, I mean- it's just like a very weird place to like, be in 
in, in yeah. feeling two feelings at one time. It's very Daniel Tiger, Mr. Rogers. Like, how many feelings can I feel in one time and still feel sane? Because uh, <laughs> where I'm at. Yes. I just like. I'm. I'm just. Just actually surprised by like the collective anxiety. I just haven't seen that like play out in such a way before, and just that's the thing that like is sticking with me the most. What would you say is the overarching um, anxiety, do you think, that you're seeing? Like like the base anxiety? Like base anxiety, I think, is just more of things aren't going correctly for people and they want to try to like fix it, but they don't know how. Yeah, and I've seen kind of like different scenarios along that kind of been playing out for people and it's it's hard because like you want to you know you want to like take action and take control of things but with Uranus you can't you know un yeah you can't rein in Uranus even if you want to take action and it feels like you need to do this and it's just very much like what that transit is about. Well, I feel like you're describing what Saturn wants to do to Uranus, right? Yes. Saturn wants to control Uranus, but when it's in that square position, you have that tension, but that tension is almost, um, it's equal on, on uh, like a different playing field. Like, it's like you're playing two different sports with the end goal of wanting to win this one game that's two different sports being played. <laughs> what the mythology of Saturn and Uranus. Yeah. Like, isn't, didn't Uranus eat, is, is that, is that it? Uranus eats Saturn? Like Uranus is the father? And he ate his kids? Uh, and, it's actually the other, it's Saturn, oh, it's the other way. Saturn devours his, um, all of the offspring. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's like Saturn wants to contain mm -hmm. his mistakes, which I think are his children, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you. Like, absolutely fucking not. You can't control us because we're individuals. Um, but also it's one of those things where it's like, Saturn is necessary like right you can't be in complete and total chaos you have to have some sort of structure so finding that balance and I think that's really what the square is here for is to like force um, a a different mindset to problem solving because I feel like what you were saying before is like it feels like everyone is really frustrated right now because all of the tools they've ever learned how to problem solve is like no longer working anymore yeah. It's like all of our coping skills and all of our mechanisms and all of that kind of stuff is no longer working from the level of like politics to government to relationships to to social behaviors like it's like it's all over the place it's hitting the entire spectrum of everyday life mm -hmm. oh wait shit i have to figure out a new way which yeah. is chaos to create rules and boundaries um yeah just it's just like a freaking weird time i don't know and i feel like everyone's dealing with it differently right so if you have different transits happening like you could be like thriving right now you could be like 
I don't know. I don't know who who is thriving right now. Like, what celebrity is thriving right now? Like, I don't know. Celebrity thriving. I feel like they're all. I feel like I just saw a post that Kim and Pete broke up. Yes, they did oh, after nine months. I mean, I, I did not. I saw that coming. Obviously. I was actually looking. I pulled her chart to see where this um, uh, transit that we're talking about was hitting her chart. And it was hitting her fifth house close to her Chiron. And then in opposition is her Mercury, which also the south node is there too like on her mercury like he wants to have children but she doesn't want any more <laughs> i saw it as she is trying to be like more creative and free yeah and maybe he wants more that's yeah i think he wants to have i i, I from his age and his vibes I feel like he's moving into that stage of life of settling down, even if it's only for a few years with someone or not forever. And, you know, I mean, he does live close to his family in Staten Island. Yeah. So they reproduce in Staten Island. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that means he's not like <laughs> actually living in LA. And yeah. she's not uprooting herself and moving to Saturday. No, I mean. So I do feel like her and, you know, RIP Big Ange would, like, hit it off. Do you remember? I that? would have loved to see a relocation of the Kardashian, of her to buying out, like, a giant chunk of Staten Island but and, like, like you know, all those horrible it. duplexes. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> you know, everything, certain areas are look like the suburbs and other areas look like the suburbs that are marbleized. Marbleized. I mean, if there may or may not be Roman yeah. cathedral. I mean, uh, columns, <laughs> not cathedrals, columns. Either way. It's like a, a Roman, you know, revival. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Roman revival. <laughs> oh, gosh. God. I, I miss mob wives, honestly. But like OG season one and two, that's it. I need to, I need to find, I need, I've actually never watched Mob Wives. It's something I've missed. I do know of Big Ange though. It was a really long time ago. Like, yeah. Insanely long time ago. It was one of those that I like knew I wanted to watch, but somehow missed. And I don't know. Yeah. I might've been watching Rock of Love or something at a similar time frame. <laughs> Rock of Love, and then what was the one? Why can't I think it, it was a Flavor Flav's dating show? Flavor of Flavor of Love, Flavor of Love, and then there was I Love New York, yep. and then there was the two brothers who had the spinoff off of I Love New York, yeah, which got us then to Megan Once a Millionaire, which is when it killed it all because the guy in her season murdered someone, so that was. That was an interesting. That was a that was a lifetime ago. Yeah. That was, a whole, that was like multiple nodal <laughs> cycles ago. Reality TV. Oh, bringing it back, bringing it back. Um, yeah, because I, I really now I'm trying to think of like, are there any celebrities that are like really thriving right now other than like Jen and Ben? Oh God. Right, but they're Scorpios, so makes sense right they're scorpios no jen is a leo no he's a, like she's a, aren't they both leos why do i think they're scorpios what is wrong with me 
I don't know. We don't have to get into them. I really, I, I, just I don't. feel like they're thriving right now. Like they're the only celebrities I can think of that are celebrities. I'm like having a hard time with celebrities right now in general, like real, like I'm just not, not keeping up correctly, I guess. I don't know. Um, I 100% agree. I feel like I've been out of pop culture. Like I've just, I feel like reality has been so oddly, uh, entertaining in a um car crash way that like i haven't needed to like yeah i'm watching my shows right but i'm not like invested in the after effects of said reality shows like getting on some sort of forum and being like oh what's happening to them right now and then like you know diving deep into some scandal yeah it's definitely like you watch it for the escape and you turn it off and you like Try not to like think about it again. Yeah. I've been really um enjoying this season's Southern Charmed for that reason. Southern Charm is probably the best show on Bravo currently. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think most of the housewives currently on Bravo are disasters. I'm just not enjoying it at all. No. It's, it's like a forced, good. it's like feels like forced watch television. Um, I, I enjoyed watching the ultimate girls trip season two. Same. I mean, I got, that was a good time. Is the most perfect example of Uranus biting Saturn. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Right? Like, I don't even, I mean, not in a, like, she's just chaos because of trauma and she just is fighting the man, and the man doesn't even want to fight her. Nobody wants to fight her, but she wants to fight them. I, I just, I just want, I want so much more for Dorinda. I know. It's so so tough. I'm, I'm hoping that she gets there, but yeah, it is, it is what it is, but I think, yeah, I really have been enjoying that. I liked it better than season one. Um, I think it's probably because of the cast. Like, I really enjoyed this grouping of these. The the because season two was like those are like Real Housewives, like really good, like stake your claim that they were all ex housewives because there was no there's nothing to lose. There was nothing to lose, and that's what it felt. It felt very like restraint on the first season, but also the first season to me made it seem like all of the drama that all of these women go through is actually just not fake but like put on for the show because like even like watching season one with like or with like Teresa and Melissa and you see Teresa's actual real personality like what it was season one and it's like she's kind of not oh most elegant person but she's also not like the biggest monster yeah speaking of Teresa though it's do I want to talk about a few things with Teresa because I mean this is what is really breaking in and I would like to talk about this in an astrology aspect because of the fact that like Teresa is supposed to be getting married tomorrow if we believe now we've heard that Melissa and Joe are not coming and that Gia can't get there because she's stuck in like Nashville or something. Yeah, but I also saw that Dina Manzo is, or I don't know if she goes by Manzo anymore, is no longer going. 
Yeah, no one is going from like and they're filming, which is strange to me. I'm just like a Bravo producer that like, is this because they're filming all of these people on the outside too for the tension or are they, or is it because Teresa's like, I don't want them to be here to be filmed and get. I, I mean, I feel like she would want this to be like the biggest Bravo like thing ever, which having, I think all these people who you think say are close to you be there, I think is important. But the fact that if her daughter, who Gia is her like support system, mm-hmm. like the universe is like trying to not get her there, which to me feels like her parents, like, I mean, this is getting a little woo, but like, I think like her parents, like somehow like are messing with this. Like, like oh. the whole thing got leaked the whole thing got leaked and now Gia can't get there to me feels just so much like there's divine yes divine intervention like that this isn't supposed to happen this like it's not supposed to happen and also like I I love Gia I really do she frustrates me sometimes but I understand that most of my frustration with her is more because she's just emotional about family and like she is valid all of her stuff is valid to me Gia, she could do no wrong because I feel like she's no, she can't do any wrong. Am I? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. The TV show. Personally, I have no idea what she's like, but I um, I find it interesting that she has or had taken to Louie, and I'm wondering if that was more just for the show to make her mom feel good, but in reality, she was hoping it would all just kind of fizzle on its own. You know, I, like she's smart for me not to see him as a con man. I think that they want to their mom to be. I mean, I think her and her sisters. I think they want her mom, their mom, to be so happy. They, they're putting their faith in this person because they see their mom happy, who hasn't been happy for so long. I mean, their entire life. And it's just so. It's just so dark. No, it's Jersey so fucking dark. dark. Because honestly, Italian family. It's, be- it's built. It's it's built, it's built broken foundations. I mean, it's very. I mean, it's very it's Sopranos. Very it's very. I mean, I, I will not. But it is. I feel it, and I understand it. I just wish. I I just. Yeah. You know, it's like we all hope that Louis isn't is who Teresa sees, and not who we all feel that he is. Margaret is never wrong. I don't love Margaret all the time, but that lady. I'm a fan of Margaret, even though Margaret is not a fan of me. I'm a fan of Margaret. Yeah, I I think Margaret is one of the most level-headed housewives we've ever seen. She has, she keeps it real. She keeps it 100. And I don't think she's, she just, she doesn't fake it. No. And I think she might have been fooled by some people like when she was trying to be close with Danielle, but like, it's not like they were BFFs or anything. It was like just being friendly. I mean, you're trying to make a show work and you're trying to not and feel it, like ostracized. Is, but I mean, she saw, she saw certain other people who are no longer Jersey Housewives for who they are. And, you know, sorry, Siggy, but like, I can't. Siggy <laughs> flicker. I can't, I can't with her. 
but you know it's just yeah it's really sad um but it feels very like she's a Taurus what's Louie what's he's a Taurus he's a Taurus too their birthdays are pretty close I I might have his chart hold on what uh, yeah if you have hold on I I feel like I pulled oh yeah I did make his chart because I was, he's a Virgo moon Taurus sun I don't have his rising obviously I feel like he's um Mercury sun conjunct in Taurus um what else he's got he's got a uh Mars and Pisces which is a little it's a rough placement like I always see that as a placement as like not this is not every Pisces. no like it, it's more of a it, it it vibes with being a con or a manipulator of emotions like using it for other people's advantage like your advantage you know against people um yeah. and that could be a successful trait if done the right way. I mean all but all all placements have a way of being good or bad. Yeah, and for However him, you decide you want to use the energy. It feels very, um, but with him, for him being an emotional manipulator, like, yeah, to me, that's the thing that's like standing at the most. And he has a, a Venus in Gemini. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I which mean, is in opposition to his Neptune. Like exact eleven degrees. It's uh, it's a lot of yeah. Hmm. Okay, I don't even. But just it, he just feels so. He's like eleven. I mean, and Venus Neptune opposition to me feels like you're always striving to get like nice things at any like any cost at any cost at any cost. And then like the Venus Pisces, I mean, the Mars and Pisces feels like you're willing to do whatever you have to do you're to get those to nice things yourself to get those things. at the Oh, and time. those are like making a, a like they're making a try. I wonder, I wonder if they are, uh, I wonder if the next this over the past week or so there has been some sort of prenup issue. Um, which would make sense. Not trying. I mean, I know that they were planning on not signing a prenup. A T square. It's making a T square. Yeah. The T square is of with you have the Venus, the Neptune, and then the Mars. I mean, as an astrologer, would you recommend getting married with that transit? <laughs> I just feel like they I mean. Oh, I wouldn't tell anyone to get married right now. I mean, I know everyone has to get married no matter what the astrology is, because honestly, like venues are what they are. And it also doesn't matter. And also could work with your chart. Yeah. Who Everything can is. work for anyone. I don't want to put anyone like to be the, scared. It's more of, about the energy of the individuals and then the couple, right? So if you are, say, um, a weaker couple, right, the bonds are not super strong and the individuals are um actively uh i guess the word would be it's not like aggressive but like like too activated you know on their personal levels and then their bond is fairly weak then having a really tough uh astrological date to bind yourselves would make it um 
not auspicious at all. Wait, what's Teresa's? Teresa's a, a Leo moon. A Leo moon, right? Hold on, let me pull up her transits. A, I wanna... What's her? I always forget her. Um, she's either a. She's a Taurus sun, Leo moon. Maybe she was a fire moon. Um, wait, I need to learn how to. Fire moon with flipping the table. <laughs> no, no other way. Mm, Gemini rising. So all of this is in their 12th house. This transit is hitting her 12th house. And, you know, 12th house, I mean, if we want to be light and fluffy. And it's pretty close to her son. Like her son's 27 degrees. So it's not like huge. It's like a wide orb. Yeah. I don't know. I see that as just being... Um... And Saturn is sitting straight on her midheaven right now. It feels it feels faded in a way that is destructive. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to say like I don't want to say anything like really. That's Saturn on her midheaven. What I'm actually thinking. That's all I want to say. That's where I'm thinking. That's but where my head is at. Natalie Saturn on the midheaven feels like you're getting, like is about inheritance feels like you're reaping what you sowed but like in a way that isn't authentic yeah it's which, like you're going to be getting which i wonder like oh god like i just feel like this is a lifetime movie waiting to happen you know what i mean like that's the energy i feel and like not in a good way so I'm yeah that it yeah doesn't and i hope it's not as dramatic and i really hope that it's as simple as like them calling off the wedding and just being annoying about things and then the house situation is just annoying to split up because they're not married like i really just hope it's just yeah as dramatic as i'm thinking it's going to be um, i don't know because with those that leo placement yeah i don't know so that's a yeah so if anyone's getting married to them, <laughs> but so that's the first week of august right the first week of august is uh it's a rough one um i'm trying to think what else oh and then we really we don't calm down at all because the the 10th and 11th we have the sun starts to square the north node and uranus and then mm -hmm. venus moves right into leo and then we have a full moon in aquarius that squares uranus in the north node <laughs> yeah and venus moving into leo and the full moon are on the same day the same day yeah, so which have, when you have planetary movement changing on a full moon. In their opposition. In their opposition. <laughs> That's funny. In a fixed sign opposition, you know, I just, you know, aqua, like, <sighs> aqua moon to me, especially, you know, it, it creates a, a void of emotional response and more of a opening for intellectual and um, deeper thought. But in a time where you are already in a chaos mode because of Uranus, <laughs> and like it, it feels like it's going to be heightened anxiety. Yeah, well, because this is at heightened anxiety. This is at 19 degrees. Yeah which these things have been happening at 18 degrees. Yeah. So 
we're still in it like this full moon like like you know how like we're always like release on the full moon and like you know if you want to do some witchy practices i almost feel like um it feels it feels eclipsy yeah yes it feels and you know what's funny it feels like whatever happens in the next two weeks it almost energetically will be more closely tied to what happens with the November eclipse, which is also going to be tied tied to what happened last year, you know, in the previous eclipses. But it's like, this is like that, like almost like a pivot point for where the energy is going to be focused once we get to eclipse season. Yeah, it's like a preview. It's a preview. So it's- We're like, having a sneak preview. Well, cause like for a while, like it was, it was like, is it going to be like political? Is it going to be social or is it going to be environmental? And I think it can be, it's going to be all three because they're all three are linked, but which one will it be actually highlighting the most? And I think we're going to see that um, precursor of what it actually would be because like what the, the eclipse will be happening on election day this year. Mm -hmm. Um and then we just found out the new text messages. I don't know, like, I can't confirm this because I feel like I watched it from someone that was not a reliable source. But those leaked text messages that happened at Alex Jones's trial had a bunch of stuff with Trump on it and about um, January 6th. Oh, lovely. So all of those text messages will most likely be given over to... I mean, I feel like very, um, they feel like the nail in the coffin. In a twist uh -huh. that I didn't see coming that that Kansas vote yes. does give me hope mm -hmm. for the fact that people, no matter where you are, do give, believe that people should have the right to choose for themselves, so which is what isn't being trying to be pushed politically, but I think maybe that is like a force that we're seeing right now coming up at election time during, you know, like if with the eclipse is happening, like that like little sneak preview that we're having right now with the Kansas could actually like translate well come election time. But like, then you're seeing all the climate change stuff coming up now. And I think as we sit in complete and total like climate like i mean if we're in a climate if, crisis like, we're in a climate crisis if everyone hasn't noticed we've been here for about 20 years so. yeah but it it's really reared its head this year like yeah. taurus uranus no matter what's happening is making us look at what we're freaking doing to the earth right now and it's becoming a very apparent we're not doing nearly what we should be doing. And like, even when you look at all of the whole, like tiny flights that all of these, like oh, the celebrities. celebrities have been taking with like Kylie Jenner and Taylor, Taylor Swift I mean, Swift in those like tiny little flights, but you shouldn't own a, you shouldn't own a jet. Yeah. Like, I feel like those coming out is something that needs to be addressed. And I feel like we're getting a if you look at like those little like breadcrumbs and what's happening with the climate now, like what we're going to see happening with maybe client, client, climate. Piggyback off that because I do feel like with having the full moon in Aquarius and we are, you know, 
depending on what you believe and how you read astrology, we are, you know, moved into the age of Aquarius, right? And it's kind of like, this is our first glimpse of our social movement forward, which will impact climate. But the one thing I'm wondering about is where does that actually sit? Like, will the social movement, you know, actually move forward the political movement? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm mm-hmm. wondering, like, that's, and that's the chaos. That's the Uranus, right? Like, if, if we didn't have Uranus sitting there, I'd be like, yeah, Kansas, 100% shaking things up. We got this. We're going to codify Roe, like everything, or whatever. We can't even codify Roe anymore, but we'll actually have new, you know, abortion laws that are human rights and this, that, and the other thing. But now with where Uranus is sitting, for me, I'm like, yes, socially, we want this. Like Aquarian energy wants this. We are moving into an intellectual, humanistic viewpoint as a society, right? Mm -hmm. But we're still feeling that Capricorn fucking energy. And with Taurus sitting here, we're still feeling grounded in this fixed energy of like, you know what, maybe we aren't quite ready and maybe we do need whatever. I don't know. I don't I haven't really thought about it that much, obviously, but yeah, very, um, I'm not sure. I don't think any of us can be sure though. Like that is the bottom line. And I think that is the underlying anxiety of it all is that we sit, everyone is feeling this like tenseness of the instability that is around us you know with monkey pox added into this whole little like fun but like when we're adding in like health climate like economics you don't even understand like i'm not i'm not like not even gonna fucking science goddamn science you know poxes don't really mutate all that much like it's just like one of those things that you vaccine really work for fucking pox like this one is fucking mutating because that's where we're at and i'm just gonna just stop there with that but i'm just so mad at the global initiative and the u.s for us being the leaders of the world as we like to say for not fucking having this handled no like there are so many other things like sri lanka right now like oh my gosh like I don't think the U.S. will ever get to that point because we are in a thousand percent more stable environment. Um, well, we have clean running water, so and like we have food. That's yeah, that's plus it. Plus, the food here, so we will. People go hungry here, but like it is one of those things that like we aren't going hungry on a mass level. So, but I just I, I just can't stop thinking about the the chaos that is happening in a globalized society and i think that's the thing for me that's what the age of aquarius and what what the beginning of this this dawning of this era is going to be is do we decide as a collective if we are going to be one people of the globe fully globalized or do we go back to being small clan tribe small countries I don't think we can have a middle ground. We have to pick. Yeah. And that's that. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like on a mass scale, are we looking at like reducing the amount, like, like 
because airplane, like all the, all of it, mass, mass production in airplanes is really like so much more than us, like in our recycling, like we're, to, we, we need to look at like massive manufacturing and like, and that's where that like, that's what the government's supposed to do. Right. That's no one's why we have a government is for um, protecting the, the populace's, you know, life and livelihood and, and sustainability and all of the words that keep us freaking alive. And right now, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to go too deep into it. I don't know. This is just getting dark. So I'm just getting angry. We're just gonna everyone's gonna turn this off because they're like, like what the fuck what are these crazy leftist middle-aged women talking about i mean isn't that like our core audience probably i think they, <laughs> they don't record any episodes anymore um <laughs> but i yeah i think it's just an interesting time it's an interesting time to be alive and i just i'm like I'm wondering, anyone else out there who's at the age of uh, 37, um, who is going through their Saturn square, um, just sitting in utter chaos in their own mind, <laughs> just wondering, anyone else out there? Anyone? 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 <laughs> I'm so close to my actual, like, Uranus opposition. I'm, like, two degrees off. Very exciting. How do you how do you feel about your, your how do you feel about Uranus oppositions? I mean, I don't know how I feel. I mean, I think it's been from thirty seven on. It's been a clusterfuck. Yeah, like because you Mid you start with the you start with the Saturn square, you get the Pluto square, like you hit the Neptune square, like you hit all of these things through these this time frame. Like it starts around thirty seven, and it just keeps going. <laughs> Not to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm 42. Shit's not been easy. I mean, I know. I know. Like, I mean, I know. I knew this was coming. And it's it's interesting, though. I think it really just depends on where it's placed for you. Like, I just, I've been finding it um, annoying that I have my Saturn with my North Node. I just find it annoying. Yeah. Just annoying. That's just where that's that's all I have to say about it. I just am annoyed. I feel very fortunate because I have Jupiter with my North Node. Oh, that sounds sounds good. sounds lovely, right? Doesn't it? Really wonderful. I mean, you know, it's it is what you do with your chart, right? It is, you know, my life has been really interesting. And I wouldn't be here right now with you, Alyssa, without my beautiful chart, which is fine, which is fine. Everything is fine. House is burning down. I am that meme. Very tower. For no reason, because other than that, you know, I'm a cis white woman, middle class in America. I'm fine. I feel like I can't complain. I have no space to complain. Can't. Um, but it's also it is what it is. Um, so anywho, uh, yeah, so we're gonna have a weird uh, mid-August. But then after the full moon, I'm like wondering what that kind of 10-day period before Mars goes into uh, Gemini, mm -hmm. that's gonna be like, is it gonna be a letdown? Because we have like on the 14th, there's some stuff, the sun, 
is in opposition with Saturn. And then we have Mars is trying to Pluto. So it's like there's some stuff happening in like mid-August over those like 10 day period before we get our next big ingress. But it's, I'm just wondering how it's all going to play out. Because I feel like something's going to be revealed in the next like week or two. Like some big thing is going to happen even more so. But after we've been had like, after going through like so many, like the grand conjunction, like going through the square, the Saturn Uranus squares, now we're going through this like conjunction. Like, doesn't a Pluto Mars like wonderful Sounds feel like, like feel like oh that's just like a light breeze? <laughs> like a Pluto Mars like like things 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 that normally like you're like yeah that's just a day that's just nothing. <laughs> really, so I find that funny. Not funny. I just I think um, math and and cyclical kind of patterns um really do prep us for the next pattern right so it's like work hard work hard work hard work hard and then all of a sudden you're like oh it's not that hard anymore right <laughs> that equation just keeps getting more fine and hard um but anyways i just yeah i think we'll be fine with the pluto stuff like it's like something like the day that day that that's happening like you could be like feeling like stuff not wanting to like be revealed like you know or being pushed to do something that you don't necessarily want to do but it's just like the day you know maybe a day on both sides you kind of maybe feel it but like you're not going to be like but it's not going to be sitting in that for like but it's interesting because i don't think it's going to be even that bad because then on the 15th you have mercury trying the north node so that's it's like pretty. I really do think that like mid-August, that's why I'm like wondering. I don't know what that energy is gonna be like. Like I think it's gonna be almost like a like a sigh of relief, like something's gonna happen over the next week or so. And then we're gonna have like, oh, that's how it's supposed to be. Almost like the timeline like realigns. And then all of, and then we Well, like if if you think about it, like we're full moon, we're releasing mm -hmm. and we're living in the release. Yeah. Right? Just like kind of letting it be, letting it go, love and light. Love and light. Live, laugh, love. I always just think of like, uh, remember what was it, season two of Jersey where like Daniel Staub and like Dina Manzo and like Teresa got really into crystals and like love and light. I don't know. <laughs> That's a long time ago. <laughs> but like, I remember them going to like a crystal party and be like, <laughs> love and light. Love and light. Live, laugh, laugh. Like an essential oils party, you know? I'm sure an essential oils party. <laughs> Drink it. It's not bad for you. You remember when everyone used to take silver? Were you around for that? In the Were you in the community when I was, I was not in the community during the silver one. shots? What I can't remember, it was a colloidal, and it was like, you can take it as tinctures. And I used to work at this place in the city. It was like a health kind of foodie place and um there used to be a man who used to come in and get a bottle every week and you start to turn blue when you take too much silver and he like like legit was blue and it was like i'm not your doctor but i'm pretty sure you're not supposed to take any more silver you're literally turning silver and that's not a good thing like straight up papa smurf like he was like you know white hair like and then all of a sudden be like you're 
your skin tone <laughs> is not human. <laughs> You're not supposed to digest that much metal. But you know, it was a thing in the 2000s. <laughs> I missed that one. What, what, did, what do you call their, like, early, is it the aughts? I always the, uh, the aughts, yeah. What the, uh, the youngins call the time that we were young. Um, the aughts. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a nice, I'm excited for. Yeah. Now, I think it'll be, a, I think it will feel okay. And I, I really am not that, I'm not worried about Mars and Gemini at all. I think it's gonna feel really hard when we get that retrograde later on in the year. But I think the ingress in in the moment, um, I'm not quite that. Yeah, because I mean, we have to try. We have to go. Mars is gonna go pretty much through Gemini before it retrogrades. Yeah, almost all the way. So we're gonna. Yeah. I think it's gonna feel. I think things are gonna speed up. Like I think when it comes to all of the things that we just talked about, I think there's gonna have this feeling of progression progression well you're gonna have like a lot of you'll you know because you're gonna have mars and gemini then not too far off you'll have mercury and libra so there's gonna be that air energy yeah. which you know does get shit done and virgo mm -hmm. virgo gets shit done too in a different way but into virgo season yeah. and i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be like action with due diligence like i feel like more and more on the political realm, I think, uh, what's his name? Um, Merrick Garland will come out with like more things that are actually like, this is what I've been doing for the past like four years. You know what I mean? Like, or three or however long he's been, uh, probably a year. It feels like four. Um, I think those things will come out. And it's like, I've been doing my due diligence. Now I'm ready to speak. And then I think there's gonna be some stuff on climate change and it's gonna be like, oh, yeah, we are in a climate crisis. Okay. <laughs> You know, and then I think there's going to be more social, you know, um, social justice uh, movement um, forward. Like, I mean, we just saw the Brianna Taylor stuff come out. Um, and I think there's going to be more and more and more on that level. Um, yeah. So I think Hopefully. it's be, yeah, I think it'll be. It'll be interesting to say the least. I mean, I feel like Virgo season will get your starting to get your ducks lined up. And then Libra season is when, you know, you really will see that like justice like, come maybe more come through. Yeah. I, yeah. Right before, right before we hit the eclipses. Well, and that's the thing. We'll hit the eclipses and then we'll have, you know, here in the United States, we'll have elections and then we'll have the eclipses with the election and then mars retrogrades somewhere right around there too mm -hmm. and then do we have a mercury retrograde thrown in somewhere too i think it's starting in september yeah, sometime early this year yeah i think it's september um september 9th yeah okay. great wonderful <laughs> so maybe maybe that speediness that i was just uh, no but i i don't know if it'll be halted with communications more as maybe it'll be um more methodical because it's going to be in uh mercury will be in libra right mm. at that point still mm -hmm. so i think it'll be more about being cautious with what is being said 
when it comes to the collective individually pretty Mm -hmm. sure you might say some stupid things to someone you love you might text the wrong person that you're like dming i don't know yeah it'll be things like that i mean there'll, there'll be the classic mercury retrograde stuff but in libra i think with it being Libra is careful. I mean, they they are careful. And careful with your appearance. And words. And words. All of of this area. Um, So yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what what occurs over the next month. I mean, truly, I've been like on a, you know, I follow astrology every day. Like I, I know what's happening every day. I've just been trying not to live in it every day just because it's been heavy and I think that's you know for me that has been really um helpful it's I literally have been on a hiatus for I mean it started in the spring yeah and I yeah yeah that's when it started for me and it's taken till now actually where I feel like I'm like coming back to life for the first time you think about it that was we went through a whole um, a whole progression, right? So we started with a fixed sign in Taurus, and now we're moving into we're in Leo. So it's like yeah. we needed to move through all of the energetics yeah. to to kind of like full circle. A um, yeah, yeah, because like personally, like I feel like projects that I'm doing are finally you know coming together you know, certain partnerships um, have been cleared out and new partnerships are like aligning, you know, for me, like work and career is kind of okay. You know, like things feel okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Or on a, uh, for me, it's on a very big energetic level. I think it's because if I, if I, Placidus, my North Node, is in ninth house in in the ninth house or no eighth house a whole sign i'm in ninth house so it really depending on my day the energy i'm sitting in right now is either abruptly changing my spiritual Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know foundations and or my my philosophies so it's kind of the same one and the same for me I just, I've been, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm like wondering what, you know, for the people who are listening, how they've been taking this, this summer, this spring, basically from the spring equinox to now, you know, almost towards the tail end of summer. What has been like percolating for you? Yeah. I've definitely like for me it's been definitely like a lot of boundary work mm. and understanding what I need out of certain things like having an understanding with my career having an understanding with like my social media life like and like keeping everything kind of more in its places and where it's supposed to fit and like understanding where things fit for me. And yes, I need movement in all of them, but I kind of have come to a place of, you know, my career is one thing, my 
astrology practice for me, I think really is more of something that I want to keep as a special thing for me, that it's my fun thing. It's my, it's like my happy place. And I don't want to like disrupt that of like pushing it too far yet, maybe sometime in the future, but I feel like it's not where I'm trying to push a career right now. Well, I think for you too, the, it's not, it doesn't sit in any place where you would want to monetize it anyways. It's not a, you know what I mean? Or not monetize it, but like have it be, I think it's part of who you are as a individual and as a like person, but it's not part of, and it's, it can be part of your brand, but I don't think it's part of the tool that you utilize for monet, like for like sustenance I feel like you know because yeah. I mean? like, you have that's what your art is that's what work is for you that's what creating pattern making and art you, you have a completely other creative side to you that is easily monetized for yourself yeah and I I was thinking I wanted to you know leave one to go to the other but I don't think that's what and I think this time period for me has been really coming to the realization that like I want to keep those things both in the ways that they are. And I don't necessarily want to try to like exchange them. No. Yeah. And I, that that's taken me a while to come to a comfort level with that. And I like having, and you know, like I had a lot of social media burnout. I had a lot of social media, like, drama and that was not fun for me and I want to keep it in a place that is fun for me and happy for me and it's like I'm not trying to play the game of you know trying to reach like boundaries and numbers of like it just well it doesn't matter and I think that's something and I think there's a what's been happening for a lot of people over the past I would say six months or so, I feel like as a collective, we've been moving post-pandemic, even though we're still in a pandemic, energetically, we have moved past it, right? And so everyone's getting back to the life that they had before, but it's, you can't go back, right? So now it's creating the boundaries of certain aspects of the life before to the new things that you created during this very during the shutdown, literally like our, mm-hmm. our shutdown and what was created during then and seeing how they balance out. And sometimes yeah. it's, it's editing. It almost feels like, oh, what is that show that you love? Is it home edit? I feel like you're- Oh yeah. So you're getting color-corded containers and putting things and whatever doesn't fit in those containers, you are purging and you're letting go. Yeah. I love yeah. That. But you know, it's really funny is that tomorrow is my two-year anniversary anniversary i know two years you know what i we started magic on the patio a year ago like yesterday no way oh i don't even know was it yesterday oh my gosh i have to like actually look now i think it was it was like literally like it was the first wednesday of last year so whenever, let's see what, I gotta look and see what day it was. Yeah, it was yesterday. No way. Look at this synchronous. Look at this. We knew we needed to meet up. Wow. I love it. It's a Leo shit, you know? I love Leo shit. 
you know, it's funny because for you, it's your first house and me, it's my 12th house, right? So I know I'm forcing you to do something you don't want to do. <laughs> but it, this is so necessary for me to do this. And it's funny that I started something you, that is all about self-expression and communication in my 12th but house. In Placidus, I will say, is your 11th house. It is true. I know. I, I mean, know. you do have like, because your, because whole sign does affect your chart so like oh, massively. I, I but when you think of in Placidus, having it affect your, like you doing a podcast while well, the sun's in your 11th house in Leo, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, know. I, mean, I don't know what, it's, it's so funny. I know like, People always say like one day you just decide which house system works best for you. And I really have not, I've been playing around with both house systems now for over a year. Like, you know, I was always Placidus and then I, I wanted to learn whole sign and that was about a year and a half ago. So I've been going back and forth and I was exclusively whole sign last year. And I just don't know. And I like- I, I'm a- I'm a, I like Placidus. I like kind of the messiness of Placidus yeah. over whole sign. I like whole sign for like, like events. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Mundane, like looking at like. Like big world events. Or yeah. Like that stuff. Of but a, when, something like that, yeah. but when you're looking at people, like I like having like the messiness of Placidus because like, I feel like we all are messy people. Well, it's more humanistic. Yeah. And I like everything doesn't fit like in a nice neat box. And I don't like to like keep things in those like nice neat boxes. Except moving forward with your work, life, and spiritual balance. <laughs> <laughs> love, love, love. Coming out to shine. I, I wouldn't know what to do without a Virgo rising. I, well, we're very messy people, honestly. I have not met. A okay, but like that meme though really was funny. Which one? The meme of the Virgos hanging out with oh, yeah. all the clowns of yeah. the mutables. So good. I, I really, really like keep thinking about that. But like, but, and I think that's what, so like, but what's funny is as a Virgo rising to me, I think you embody all of virgo the most without any of the action so i feel that way i want to be that way i present myself that way am i that way absolutely not absolutely not absolutely not <laughs> i want to be a container person i want to be organized i would love a touch of ocd absolutely not <laughs> I, maybe, I, maybe I have a whole other chart that tells me that I'm all of those other clowns. I have a friend who does home organizing and I just need to hire her to come do the organizing that I cannot get done myself. And like, that is something that I think I need to do during Virgo season. It's just be like, hire the person to get the things done that I can't seem to. She, her chart, she's a, she's a Scorpio. Oh, but Scorpio and Virgos are the same in, in weird ways to me. <laughs> we are. Yeah, she doesn't have the Virgo that I always feel like. But she has a very heavy sixth house. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Same. Same, same difference. Um, 
Yeah. Ah, oh, so it's so, yeah. I love that meme. That clown meme was like. That clown, clown meme, that clown meme is going to stick with me, like, for a while. Truly, I mean, being someone who is very mutable heavy on the front end of my natal chart, it's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I don't think anyone has ever seen me as a serious person unless they actually get to know me. <laughs> I was told once by someone that I was so optimistic I was depressing. <laughs> and I was like, that's a Gemini moon. All right. I can't help myself. I can't help myself. I'm so optimistic that we're all going to die. <laughs> God. I wish people saw me as optimistic. <laughs> um, like, hello, party of death. Wait, you don't like me? Yeah. I can't right now. I can't. But yeah, so uh, rock in August, man. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't, I like don't want to be one of those doomsday people at all. Like that is so against everything I am, but I'm not, but like I am, I don't know. But I am prepping in a weird way, not in, for doom canned goods got a lot of butter so take it or leave it butter it's got butter get some butter I, we got a deep freezer now i'm like let's fill it i mean isn't that the point of a deep freezer it is get all fill that shit Costco. just do it just fill it up with all the things all, all the things you don't need um but do need you know all the essentials you love so I don't know. I think overall the, I keep saying, I don't know, because I really don't. None of us know. Um, I don't know. I like to say though, that I am feeling no, hopeful you know, for the first time in months. Forgot? Oh my what? God, I completely forgot. I'm like literally underlining it right now, thinking that we already talked about it. On August 24th, um, Uranus goes retrograde. Oh, that's fun. I knew there was some reason. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, there's something. Yeah, because it goes retrograde right before the new moon in Virgo. I'm going to be in Denver for that new moon. Oh, fun. What you going to do? Visit friends. That's friends who are like family. I was having um, a few weeks ago an just existential crisis while the sun was in my 12th house and I felt like I needed to reconnect with my roots. So I'm going back home even though no family's there but friends who are like family you, are there um it's the ground you were birthed on it was the ground that i was birthed on i need to go see those giant rocky mountains they feel scare, they scare me i like drove through them once and honestly i am a east coast person to the core i they really, and, they do a number on me and the vastness and the bigness of Colorado and the West is, um, it's so different. It's jarring to my Appalachian mind. I'm like, I was watching that, like, did you, did you watch Yellowstone? Uh, yeah. Did you watch the Yellowstone 1883? No, because I don't have the log. I have that. Just, I'll give you my login. Okay. Thank you. Um, Cause you do need to watch that because honestly, like watching 
like I really oddly connected with Yellowstone 1883 like spiritually (laughs) and it made me cry like so hard so many times but like my like heart really does like like I have like that my like my inner my inner heart flame like connects with the like part of the country and I just miss it so much well, I mean, it's, it is your homeland. It's your ancestral homeland. It is, it is, yeah. that is, that's like core roots. I mean, I feel like we've talked about this, that where you yeah. watched that and then I watched another show that like, I knew why it would make me upset, but I never realized how to the core certain ancestral wounds were like sitting right there on the surface. Yeah. Like, yeah. The 1883 ones for me was just like, yeah I like I mean I was like deep hard sobbing like those like guttural like hard sobs watching that show yeah I was like oh my god what am I doing to myself I can't yeah, stop I, so, I haven't I, I mean I wanted to watch it and I had like yeah I just needed someone's login so I'm gonna watch I'll give you my login I'll send it to you really sad I get yeah because I mean like dances with wolves really like hurt my soul oh yeah dance so. I mean they're all those are all of the lot to unpack i really like how like optimistic this podcast is going (laughs) not one listener at an hour and change of however long we've been talking i'd like to know who's still listening to me being like my deep guttural sobs from 1883 if you go on one of our instagrams and like quote like uh, a Yellowstone quote. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a Yellowstone picture. Oh my gosh! You know, I you know, it's so funny that show really um, to me highlights what ancestral trauma looks like in modern times in such a beautiful way. And it I really do think it is. Um, thanks, Kevin Costner. I hope you're working out your ancestral trauma because yeah but that's the fun shows are showing it you really do have to watch the show though because like you see like the like pilgrimage that it took yeah to overtake those lands and like the like how like how brutal it probably yeah brutal it was and how how inherently um I know. Um, yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. No, but yeah, I'm going to send you my login so you can watch it so then we can talk about it at a later date. <laughs> we'll watch it. We'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, I think, and you know, it's, you know, I was, I just taught a workshop on um, the first harvest. And oh, how'd it go? It went really well. Um, I think people really enjoyed it. You know, I'm trying to work within a modern wheel of the year right taken from like a Wiccan perspective without being with Wiccan but you know it's just that that modern perspective of the the wheel and harvest season has always been so um always connected with it so much you know um you know it's when earth starts to die because we start reaping its bounty I don't know seems sad and depressing but also very optimistic right um and I, uh, we had a lot of conversations wrapped around what we're talking about right now, like reconnecting with ancestor and where is ancestor and mm-hmm. how do you seek and find abundance when you don't know what you're harvesting? 
I think that was a really pivotal question that was posed is, you know, what energy are you harvesting and it is, is it even yours to harvest? Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I, I love that you're having that conversation. That went, well, we made a lot of crafts. I, I had some crafts. That's what I do because I'm a mom. <laughs> I don't do crafts. I am an artist. I am good at crafts. I'm a mom and I don't do crafts. Well, I would, I would show you how to do the craft and then you would do it. With I me. mean, I can and do them. I just, oh my gosh. All of the people who came were, Vir uh, were, um, Leo's. I had four, I had, not all, I, there was, I would say 60 to 70% were Leo's. Wow. I thought was mind blowing to me. Um, but I mean, it makes sense because it's like birthdays. They're probably like wanting to celebrate. Um, and I twisted that knife. Um, <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, it was just interesting. I, I love the, I love Leo's coming out hard. Um, for some. Love, a, love a Leo. And a Leo loves themselves. They do. They do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I keep thinking. So like, okay. All right. Let's like talk about something light for a hot second. If you, who's your favorite Leo heavy, like celebrity, reality star, someone that is in the cultural zeitgeist? Um, that you can think of. I mean, I just did my Leo, Bravo Leo um, collage. And I mean, I hate to, not, I don't hate to see this, but like, my favorite Leo on that page is is Lindsay Hubbard. Oh yeah, she's very. She's lovely. just. I mean, we have the same big three, but they're in different places. So I think that's why I like her so much. Her and Danielle, like they really are like my favorite Bravo loves. Like truly are. Um, I mean, I, I'm looking but, at the right now, and I'm like, I see Kyle, Amanda, Lee, and uh, and Lindsay, and it's like, yeah, they really. They really represent the cornerstone of Leo energy. Yeah, and I love like the fact that Shaw's is so heavy. Oh my gosh! I mean, Leo Reza is. I mean, an MJ is MJ too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, MJ, Destiny. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Reza and um, what's yeah. his name? Yeah, basically all of them. Yeah. Uh, another Leo who I mean I I love completely different is Andy Warhol. Oh. I think he's a great Leo. I think he's a really good Leo with it being the energy of um, creation. Creation and like holding space as the authority. Like even though for me, Andy Warhol like doesn't look like an authority, right? And he like doesn't really, he doesn't even like appear as one in imagery or in video or anything, but his essence is authority mm -hmm. in a way of like I just know it all bitches <laughs> kind of like just like I am the one who creates and that's that um but I'm also like seeing I'm like I see Catherine oh man that's why Catherine and Naomi are hot messes um Tinsley yeah all of these Tinsley and Carol that makes I mean that makes sense why they were kind of friendly on a surface level I mean, Tinsley to me is ultimate Leo energy in a way. Like, very 
femme Leo energy for sure. It is girly, 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 but it's about me. Like that's why I don't think momhood was ever in the picture for her. Maybe I mean I don't know, but like that's just like Yeah, I feel like we're I mean, adopt like I mean, there's so many ways to have babies. No, I meant like not like that. I, I think I'm just referencing the show. Yeah. Eggs with her mother. That's why. Yeah, the ex, I mean, mom, but it was about the content. I mean, and she's a Libra, she's a Libra moon and a Libra rising too. So like, and like, yeah, she's a wonderful, I mean, her, her but so like, I mean, puppies are taken care of. She's a yeah. wonderful caregiver. I just, but she's got, yeah, I was just was like looking because her son is in the 10th house, but she's got that Saturn right on them. Cause like, I've been like, I was thinking about her and then Kim Kardashian today, how they both do have that Saturn right on their midheaven, mm-hmm. which is like, and the inheritance, yeah, like placement, like you are like, it almost you, got, feels, you got the monies coming in. The monies, but like with Kim's, it feels like she gained this inheritance from her father's like um, intellectual wealth in a weird way like his status like it's about money but it's also like like I'm wondering if it's like why she wants to always like to be the lawyer you know what I mean yeah things yeah. like that like to inherit his spirit and with yeah Kingsley, it's inheritance from dad also money but hers is money money you know trust fundy but I, I wonder how that works with her mom too and what what is uh I wonder what um Dale is? Yeah, I don't know Dale's chart. There's something I don't think I ever pulled Dale's chart. Dale's I chart is... feels so bad. What is, what's the chick from, um, from Miami? Oh, Lisa. Lisa. Oh, Lisa. Lisa. Have you been looking at her chart with what's going on with her life? Um, um, Lisa, I have a chart. So that's the thing, like, I don't have her birth time. All of these people are having such crazy life things. Like all of these reality stars and like pseudo celebrities and even big celebrities are all having these like insane things happen. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, I'm kind of like, if there's so many things happening that I almost don't care. Like if one of these things, if like the Lisa thing happened, I would have been like, oh, shocked. But so many other things are freaking happening in one, the Bravo universe, but yeah. also just in the celebrity universe. And I'm like, all of these, what's just like everyone's having shit happen. Mm-hmm. It's like madness. Um, I mean, the big thing that's happening in hers is she has her Saturn trining, her Saturn and her Pluto and her Mars. But I wonder what the, where that sits with her husband. What's his name? Yeah. I don't know. Because that feels very much like a sinistry thing versus a her thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it is a him thing versus a her thing. It's 100% a him thing. I don't have his chart. Yeah. Um, and then I look at like Diana, Catherine. Oh, yeah. Very problematic Leos. It's all everyone. Um, but yeah, not in a bad way. I don't know. I just saw your meme for okay. I'm looking at your I have like been on this weird like social media like on it but not on it also 
I hadn't made memes in ages and I've just felt inspired recently. So I've been making them. And then I'm like, I'm like really trying to not play the numbers game, but I'm so close to 6,000 followers, which. All right. Three follow, three listeners. If you don't follow Alyssa. <laughs> but I'm. You're still with us. Oh my God. <laughs> like wondering, I'm like, should I cut out most of this and just end? No. <laughs> no. We're the best. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think we I don't, don't need it. We I don't, don't need any, I don't have any words of wisdom. I mean, not like they matter anyways, but it's <laughs> I think talking about Leo season as the ability, even if everything feels crappy around you, like Leo season is about like that ultimate creativity and like inner child stuff. So like even if everything is feeling chaotic, like chaotic, finding things to do that feel creative that make you feel like you're connecting with your inner child in like a fun way, like singing, dancing, all that stuff. Even when everything feels crazy to do that kind of work, I think is a, this is a great time to do that kind of work and focus in. I, I think focusing in on what you need for yourself is a great thing to do during Leo season. Yeah, it almost, I actually, you've inspired me, Alyssa. Um, it feels very much like figure out individually how community uh, can serve you, you know, because that's really for me then wrapping Leo season into harvest season and that's coming together as a community, right? So as an individual, as, as someone who is walking through this world from your own perspective and no one else's, mm -hmm. how can you utilize community for your own self-growth? And then how can you affect that said community? I think that's a really nice way of like being an individual in an individual mindset, but like focusing it back on gathering and celebrating and dancing and singing and, and partying and going to a barbecue, going to the beach with friends, you know, mm -hmm. sitting on Zoom with a friend chatting about the end of the world. <laughs> and making other people listen. <laughs> I was like, let me pull my oh, star card. I love that you pulled the star. It feels very fitting for Leo season with then Aquarius full moon. Full moon. And I feel like it was destiny one that we recorded the day of your two year anniversary and the day after our one year anniversary. I know. That's so just like needed. we needed to have this. We needed to reconnect and like get our like you know it's like with tarot cards like you know i don't know if you read your tarot cards and they just they just sometimes seem like they're just yelling at you you know like do you ever feel like that yeah well when i like asked a question for the tarot i like i haven't been pulling recently that much but i've been like feeling more inclined to pull again and then today when i asked a question that like i wanted something I like asked about like where my account is going and I pulled the tower card. <laughs> but maybe it's like that's Uranus. Like, Burning the shit down and rebuilding apparently. Because I like I have been trying to not think about my account in a yeah. like a me way but in a we way. Mm -hmm. And 
really. It's like about the connections that I have with the people who care about my account is why I stick with it. And I like the creative outlet because I do enjoy making memes because I like that creativity of it. You know what? And the cards, six of cups. No. And that feels very much what your account was founded on and where I think you will be moving towards. It's, it's childlike, it's inner child, it's pure joy, it's passion, but from a place of, of like innocent fun and connecting with your roots. Like this is, I feel like your account is what allowed you to have a catalyst into finding a spiritual connection, like leveling up your spiritual connection, even though mm-hmm. it's a social media account. It. It, it propelled you forward because then I just pulled the eight of wands for you. Oh, I love that. I, I love that. That's so beautiful. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that for myself. Let me talk about myself a bit more. I love myself. Let me tell you about me. <laughs> Alyssa and I actually got to hang out what in the city what, last month. And mm-hmm. this girl was trying to get me to go karaokeing. I was. I know. We had a good time, though. It was fun. Started too early. <laughs> oh, good times. Great oldies. We have to get together during a fire, like, fire season or something. I, I thrive during fire. Yeah. I thrive. But that's not till your birthday, then, if it's not this month. Yeah, well, and this month is over in my mind. <laughs> I just swear, it's like once you hit like the, like, I don't know, this like the sixth or seventh of the month, I'm like, it's over. It's yeah, I am, I am going on my, like, uh, I'm going, I'm going away this, at the end of this month, and then for only a few days, but I'm excited, and then I do get to go to my, like, astrology retreat, yes, I'm so which excited. is during the Aries full moon. So exciting which is a my aries moon is so happy that it's an aries full moon it just makes me feel happy well it's once again faded all right well i just all right i pulled some cards for magic on the patio and then okay good not just for me no to I talk about myself I was like magic on the patio listen i got two of wands two of pentacles and then father and then king of swords so i feel like i just gotta get my shit together and then i need to like also just get your shit mixed with my shit you know you're on my six month plan i know you're like on my forever plan so like but i had to write out my six months did you for one of my um i think it was the last not the last new the last full moon the last full moon yeah. Is it six months for the last full moon? Yeah. Oh, see, you're on top of things. My shoulders look really good in this light. No, you've been, you look like, you look very. I'm not. I'm not. I just. <laughs> no, but you like, I was like, I was thinking, I was like, has Lauren been working out? I haven't. I am fully off of all health and wellness and taking care of the vessel that is my body <laughs> for the past like four months but my, my shoulders 
Well, I'm still picking up a three and a half year old. Like, oh, she just, you know, she's a good weight. She's she's defining your arms. They look great. But um, no, I need that's something Virgo season always kicks me in the butt with. So I will get back to uh, uh, doing push-ups or something. I don't know. I won't. I will not do a push-up. Like play. really, you're gonna go do push-ups? I've like never been able to do push-ups. <laughs> I athlete Lauren never was able to do a push-up. <laughs> Anywho, so I'm on your six-month plan, and you're on my forever plan, so yeah, we will- You're on my forever plan, too, but my actual written-out six-month plan. Yay. I think, I think, I'm just going to say it here, we'll just, we'll make this into, like, we got to just do it, and because it's destiny. I know it's in my chart. One of these things will be my, not fame, but, like, it's like a destiny point and it's either in writing or communicate it's communication somehow and i really do think it's a podcast or some sort of talking so we got to figure out this crap yeah what we really need to figure out is how to do this really well so somebody else wants to pay us and edit it for you i just want this is why i married a capricorn i just want people to do the hard things for me I will never, I will be a guest on a podcast any day of the week. I will never start a podcast because I don't want to do the freaking work behind you know, it's it. Great, because when I record with you, I don't edit it at all because I don't care enough to. All of my longer, like all of my interview ones, I try to edit. That's why I haven't interviewed anyone in so long. And I am sitting on a few episodes that I really need to edit. And I just don't have the brain capacity I have the capability. I just don't have the brain. I feel like that's going to be a September project. Yeah, it's a very, it's very Virgo-y. It's so, it's a September issue. September issue. <laughs> yeah. So look out for all those uh, very old podcasts that might be heading your way and be like, be talking about winter of 2021. <laughs> I love that for you. That's who I am, and I don't give a crap. Anywho, I will. I think we're gonna sign off because, yeah. Yeah, this has been. We've been dragging this on. We have been. And if you're still with us, we love you. Thank <laughs> you for putting us in your long car ride. Hopefully, we kept you awake at the wheel. And um, you know, I don't know. I feel like we're a podcast people can work out to. I've been following this guy on TikTok who only listens to sad emo while he works out. And I think it's very inspiring. So I feel like, like, I mean, working out to bright eyes or like dashboard confessional feels very much like our podcast to work out with. So feel free planet fitness or Equinox. We're looking for corporate sponsors. <laughs> if you would like to sponsor us, please email Lauren at, at magic at the patio on the patio. Oh yeah. I, ha I haven't bought the domain. So absolutely not. No, Instagram. Instagram that shit. If you are a corporate sponsor, we will we will work out for you. We won't work out for ourselves, but we would work out for somebody who gave us some money to do it. Oh, legit. <laughs> All right. I guess we should just start. Okay. I think we need to turn this off. All right, I gotta turn this off. All right, bye everyone. Bye. bye.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Magic on the Patio. For more information on this episode's guest co-host, check out the podcast show notes or our Instagram at Magic on the Patio. Stay grounded. Thank mm-hmm. you.